Hi, this is Bill Johnson, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. podcast tonight we're talking about 2020's gretel and hansel which is currently streaming on amazon uh itunes things like that we're joined finally by samantha sam say hello hi everyone (laughs) she's back and ready we got steve we got joe and myself todd and let's just jump right into it because i think um it's like what day 70 or something of freaking coronavirus um so everyone's been locked in so if you guys listen to us we appreciate it and I know one person like listened to it like every single episode in like a week. Wow. Which was, I think it was Weezer um, on Instagram. Yeah, she told me she finished it. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of hearing us talk. So <laughs> yeah. hats, hats off to you. Yeah, especially the back episodes. Oh, God. <laughs> there's, there's They're some terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she but said I, she was like, uh, she had gone back to September and I was like slowly like cringing my teeth. You might want to stop. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend anyone listen to, like, anything, like, before maybe episode, like, 50 or 60. <laughs> yeah, those early ones are pretty rough. But, I mean, it's you're growing and figuring out what works and not works. So. There's some good interviews in there, too, so... And there's some... go back to the interview episodes and then just kind of listen to when we became the Horror Squad, which I think was episode... Like 80-something? What are we at now? Uh, one, this is episode 122. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So it, it Chapter 2, I think, was when we officially became the Horror Squad podcast, but we did have some episodes still under the Three Guys moniker with um, the four of us, I believe. So, uh, so what are you guys doing tonight? What are you guys drinking? I'm just drinking some uh, rum and root beer. I'm just drinking some seltzer and Powerade. (laughs) And I got another new beer called Lug Tread. Is that a a dark one? Sounds like a dark one. No, actually it isn't. It says it's a light one, so we'll see. Got a little heartburn there, Sam? You getting the Alka-Seltzer in? (laughs) No, it's just, it's like um, my substitute for soda. It's like good if you're addicted to soda. And you're not trying to have all that sugar shit. Yeah, I'm drinking a soda right now. It's Yum, what kind? Pepsi, Dr. Pepper. You got, it, you got it the first time. Pepsi? <laughs> yeah, Costco has like 24 of them for like six bucks. Yum, Pepsi's so good. Yeah, we're, we're a Pepsi household. I don't, like Coke's a little too harsh for me. I only like Diet Coke. Yeah. I'm the type that doesn't really know the difference like i can't taste a big difference between the two of them i think you would if you had them side by side yeah probably but i don't have a preference honestly a fun fact about kentucky and soda um well for one they call it pop which i know it's not just a kentucky thing and but it's definitely not a california thing where i'm from yeah and uh they love mountain dew of all things like love it like (laughs) you go you go to a store and like people almost every cart has like multiple two liter sodas of freaking Mountain Dew. It's crazy. That's a Kentucky thing? That's a Kentucky thing, yeah. I never saw that anywhere else. Oh. Mountain Dew, Is it yeah. for people who have families or, like, single people? 
see, it's I say it's a mix. Like early on in the Corona thing, where the stores are still open, um, like people would have carts just full of Mountain Dew. Like it was <laughs> not going to be made anymore or something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that, that that theory they say about Mountain Dew and your sperm count? <laughs> I'm no tell it. That, really? I always thought like everyone knew uh-huh. that one. It's like a urban legend that if you drink too much Mountain Dew, it lowers your sperm count. I thought that was with Surge. Oh, is that what you heard? You heard it with Surge. Mm-hmm. See, I always heard it with Mountain Dew growing up. When when you guys were kids, what did they call? When you went up to the soda fountain and got like every single thing in a cup. Oh yeah, I don't know. I didn't really I don't have. Know if, yeah, yeah, I don't think we had a word for that. I don't know if I knew a name of it. Uh, we called it the suicide. Oh, <laughs> so edgy. <laughs> <laughs> suicide soda. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, first, there's two things that changed since last episode that I need to address. Number one. Todd got older over the last week. So oh, yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy what birthday, happened? Potter. Did you get anything? Uh, do anything fun? Oh, thank you. Yeah, big 33 on Monday. May the 4th be with us. But, uh, yeah, my, my birthday's on Star Wars Day, which is kind of cool. Um, but let's see. My wife made me stuffed hamburgers and garlic fries. That was good. My son bought me a Ryu from Street Fighter. Um like 12 inch figure that holds your video game controllers because we're really in a street fighter right now awesome. so that's pretty cool and then my daughter got me my favorite chips which i forgot about those um spiral fritos that are i forget what the damn called but they're spirals kind of the chili cheese ones not yeah not but chili honey cheese barbecue, right honey barbecue there you go mm. those are bomb ass chips and then my wife bought me a space invaders arcade one-up machine so i've added the third one to the arcade oh. collection so i'm pumped wow. but what did the dogs get you um just more frustration <laughs> <laughs> putting their butthole juice on my bed <laughs> yeah anal glands that's Ugh. the best isn't it it's disgusting the smell that never goes away i'd rather have that though than cat piss because my last house my cat my cat peed in my basement and i had to rip out the carpet because i couldn't get it out Oof. yeah mm. i could yeah. see that Todd, do you lift those arcade machines, or do you just leave them low? I lift them. They're way too low if yeah. they're just by itself. What do you lift? Do you buy the like the lifts, or do you, do you like makeshift them? No, I buy the risers. Um, people like there's like been independent companies sprout up that just sell like enhancements for arcade one up because arcade one up is kind of like on the cheaper end. Mm-hmm. So you can buy like um like custom artwork and custom stools and things like that. But yeah, you got to rise them. They're like three feet tall. Well, not three feet, but um, I think like four feet. So it's, yeah. you got to have a you chair. Play them like, you'd basically would have to play them like on your knees. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool though. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend them for the in-store price of 300, but if you can get them cheaper than that, like 150 is like a good range for them. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. I paid 600 for my emulator one I had. They had like four players too. Yeah, it was a four player one. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, those things are cool. Mm-hmm. I'll go get it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Got no room for it. Um, all right. Uh, and the other thing that happened with last week, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, Joe and Sam are now hardened criminals. You guys got a little uh, <laughs> stopped by the cops. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. You can tell them that story. Okay. So although we're social distancing, there is, there's two different um, friends that I have in the, our building and they both have dogs. And so we started this thing called Gappy Hour where we just meet up like every Friday outside of our building with our dogs and we social distance. And sure, you can bring, bring a drink down if you want. It's not necessary, not obligated. But uh, last Friday, we all went out there and Joe came out with us and we were just hanging out, laughing our heads off, having a great old time with our face mask and six feet apart. And all of a sudden there's a cop that rolls up and our friend, uh, Megan came out because she had ordered some cookies from a local cookie place or whatever. And she asked the cop, she's like, hey, you want a cookie? And so the cop turned around and he got out and I was like, what the hell is happening? And he came up and he's like, hey, he's like, you guys aren't drinking, are you? And I kind of went into like a stage of freak out in my mind because I was about to say, yes, I am, officer. What's going on? Um, but it was fine. I guess one of our neighbors called the cops on us and said that there were people uh, outside drinking. And so he was like, he he clearly knew that it was stupid that he was called out. And so he was like, you guys aren't drinking, are you? Okay, I didn't think so. Like, just out here because someone called. Looks like you guys are social distancing. Everything's fine. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's bullshit. Yeah. Well, it is because, like, I'm not great with cops just because I'm not really aware of my rights and stuff and so i never know like what i can say without getting in trouble or being arrested and so i was just letting them talk because i was like uh i have alcohol in my cup right now help joe has weed <laughs> like, Wait, what? it's all right it's legal here what do you got to do sam is when they walk up to you just sprint the other way that's what they like <laughs> i'll try to not remember that <laughs> Well, we just let it, we let our friend Megan talk because she's like so good with everyone and she's very like I don't know she's like a cute girl with like blue eyes, blonde hair, and she's just very polite and nice. So I was just being quiet and I let everyone just was letting her answer. Yeah, it's always shitty when you get you you clearly get the cops called on you because yeah. it's like a, like you feel embarrassed for whatever reason. Like we got called on last year when we were selling my house and. uh cop pulled up to us and it was me my wife my two dogs my two kids and well not my cat in a car i'm like no we're selling our house we're just out while they're visiting or while they're viewing our house it's like all right it's like the neighbors know what you're doing there's a fucking sign out there you're there every day doing the same thing it's like you're so bored but whatever so lame Super well lame. and like we were trying to figure out who it could be we were all guessing because our friend has a well, maybe I shouldn't say, because I don't know if they'll be listening to this. <laughs> I should probably stop talking, honestly. Um, but anyways, but yeah, it's just really shitty, because it's like, mind your own business. We're, like, And for the longest time, we had a lot of homeless people that would camp out around the grounds, like by our building. And you would find needles, like those little arm tie-offs and shit. And we live like in a nice area. But no one, no one ever caught the cops on them. And it's just, like, we're all out there with our dogs, like, just being nerds, you know? It was just so annoying. Maybe the drug addicts called on you. No, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got called. They finally had the cops called on them because one guy got, one of them got too drunk and he was, like, 
running around screaming and yelling at people. <laughs> so the cops showed up and they found their like little campground and they ended up uh, like trimming the trees so they couldn't live under them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All good so, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was right. you that uh, called the cops some... and you're listening to this, we know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you, do you have a Karen or a Sandra in your apartment complex? No, we have a Karen, but she's nice. <laughs> oh, I don't. That's she's what she, like she's nice psychic, to your face. A psychic comedian. All right. All right. Uh, you guys ready for some questions? Yeah. All right. Uh, you can ask questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or send us an email at the Horror Squad Podcast at gmail.com. We did get a few this week, sending them in. First one comes to us from TJ. He says, what is another fairy tale story you've always thought would make a good horror movie, but hasn't been made into one yet? Jack and the Beanstalk. That actually frightened me. Yeah, there was a Disney. There was one Disney did a while back. Um, God, I was. It was a long time ago because I remember I was pretty young when I watched it, and I had like nightmares from it because it was like really creepy. So and it like always made me think of like how terrifying like a Jack and the Beanstalk horror movie could really be. Because, like, the giants in it looked so fucking weird and creepy looking. Like, I'll yeah. have to see if I can find pictures and, like, send them to you guys or something. But, yeah. Hmm. What about Goldilocks? That would be a good one. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be that fun. I know. I'm trying to think of other stories. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I was going to say Red Riding Hood, but I know that's been done at least yeah. once. Which is, yeah, good. that was Amanda Seyfried, right? Or whatever her name I, is. There. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I never saw it. It's terrible. Mm. I don't remember too much of it. So thank you, TJ, for that question. Uh, we move on to our buddy, Eric. Uh, he talked a little bit about uh, the movie we're reviewing tonight. He says, why was I so bored watching this? I think I went in with high expectations. Uh, too high for this one. It wasn't a fan of Sophia Liz's performance. But as a question... What's your favorite witch movie besides The Witch? Why do you have to do me like that? I know. <laughs> Damn. What the hell? Blair uh, Witch Project? Yeah. <laughs> um, focus, focus. Oh, all right. Oh, nice one. There you go. Um, Suspiria. <sighs> I've never liked Sus Suspiria, man. Yeah, have you seen the remake? Just like 10 minutes of it. The yeah. First, first 10 okay. minutes. I know I mean, you said you liked it. You probably wouldn't like it if you've seen I mean, the remake's a little different, but I'm trying to think. Oh, The Witches. That's a good one. Witch kind of House. Kind Witch of House is a good one. Movie, yeah. I'm going to go Blair Witch Project, though. I mean, Blair Witch, yeah, but is that a witch movie? Will you tell se? us, Joe? I don't know. It's biggest biggest fan. I mean... You never see the witch, actually, so, but, I mean, I guess I, I, you can consider it a witch movie. Yeah, and I'll go uh, Hocus Pocus as well. I mean, I have a whole room dedicated to that movie, so I think I... How many rooms do you have, Steve? <laughs> like, you. Silver Bullet. I got a room dedicated to Silver Bullet. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's a thing. Uh, all right. So thank you for the question. Moving on to this one comes from Jedi Mind 1207. He says, what are the chance of you guys recording a video version of the podcast? I, I always want, I always, I think we should at least do like some kind of live video, like at least once a month. Once a month. All right. 
But it doesn't have to be like an episode. It can just be like a hangout where we just hang out with our listeners, you know? That could be fun. Yeah. I'd think a hangout would be cool, but I don't think an episode personally. Yeah, I think a hangout would like be Like watch fun. a movie or yeah. something. I think a hangout would be more fun. I just don't know how entertaining it would be just to watch us kind of like talk about the segments and like, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd be, I would be up for a hangout, though. We can maybe plan something like a watch along or something like that. Mm. Or just a hangout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a hangout would probably be the most fun, even just 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 to hang out it'd be giving me a good chance to knock off some of those uh, what watches that i have like that i'm never going to get to uh just talk horror films and hang out with all the awesome listeners we have i think that'd probably be best mm-hmm. yeah um he also asked what did todd get for his birthday we answered that at the beginning of the show uh then what insects would you never want to be trapped with in a confined room <laughs> Those fucking killer hornets that everyone's talking about that I still don't know anything about. <laughs> um, bees. 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 Cockroaches. Ugh. Centipedes are nasty, too. Mm-hmm. Human yeah. centipede. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't... Uh, I know they're not insects, but spiders, man. I just can't. Like, I, I, would, I would just fucking freak out if I was in a room full of spiders and trapped with them. Mosquitoes. Them. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. They're Steve, awful, what, about, awful. what about spiders with baby spiders on their backs? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah no, that's a... Have you ever that's a definitely mama spider with all the babies on her back? Uh, I've, well, yeah, well, I've seen... Maybe not the mama spider on her back, but definitely a mama spider near near a nest that once I broke it, it like exploded into a million little yeah. spiders. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, never a fun thing. But we don't have really big spiders here, so I can't really complain. <laughs> uh, we, we ain't got no tarantulas or anything like that over here. So yeah, yeah kind of lucky that way. Mm-hmm. They don't like the cold, you know? Who does, really? Yeah. Uh, and, I do. And then he finished. Do, do you like the cold? Really? I love the cold, but I've never I been in Canadian cold though. Right. Yeah. So try, try Canadian cold and let me know uh, how you feel. I'm about coming it. over. It's so cold. You can't. You can't even fucking breathe. Your eyeballs are blood, like freeze. It's it's awful. Can I stay um, in your? Right. And he's in the, Can I stay in your room where the um the ghosts wait herself? Oh, yeah. yeah. The bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'll sleep in the tub. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Uh, and he says, I watched Velocipaster. It was fucking terrible. I know. It really was. Uh, I still owe you Human Centipede 3, Steve, because we, we had a watch thing. Uh, so he needs to watch it and get back to us and let us know. What Wait, did you guys it. ever watch Sam's thing? Yep. Long time ago. <laughs> okay. I don't remember this. What was but it? You, you picked the, heart, the movie for them to watch. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Todd, I, I rebelled against you since you weren't here. So <laughs> we'll see how I'll rebel against you next. Eh. It's actually my what watch next week. Oh, okay. Which is good. Yeah, because I, I I had specific ones for this week, but next week I'll talk about uh, both films. All right. I think they're on uh, Prime too. Yeah, possible. It's, uh... All right, moving on. We go to Cheyenne. I think that's how you say your name. I'm sorry if it isn't. Uh, what director would you compare the directing style of this to another movie, this being uh, the movie we're reviewing tonight? Also, I love this movie. So which 
director do you feel would have also made a similar film in style? Hmm. What's the um? Ari. Uh, yeah, I who? can see it. Ari Aster. I was gonna say Eggers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I could see some witchy vibes in here. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's tough. It's Ari like, Aster would have put like a weird, like old lady making a dude hump a chick scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This is, I mean, this guy is uh, this guy is an up and comer. I don't know if any of you have seen the Black Coat's daughter. But that's an interesting one too. I know Sam. We watched that together. We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's With in it? Emma Roberts. Oh yeah, where she mm-hmm. is like, like uh, she's like from the she escaped from the mental institution, like type thing. I don't know if that was me. No, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it came out a few. It came out like two, three years ago. Well, it's a good one. I, I recommend checking it out. It's very, it's a very similar style to this one. Yeah, I agree with Todd on this one. I think Eggers uh, had more so than Aster, in my opinion. But uh, mm-hmm. they both have like, you know, a kind of similar style in, in a way. So yeah, uh, they're both great. Um, all right. So that's her question. Then our next one comes from Brian. He says, "Why can't we have nice things anymore? I felt this movie was too slow for a slow burn and felt the ending went flat with no real payoff, which is sad because I like the direct. What fairy tale would you want to see get a dark twist on? Which is kind of the same question we had before. You guys have anything to add to it or should I move along? No, but I think we'll address the slow burn when we get to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So moving on here, we have a few questions from mandy she says hey squad if you could be a horror icon for one day who would it be and why elvira hey it's a good one why why what do you mean well she said who would would you be and why why um just because i love her sense of humor and what girl doesn't want her tatas out like that all day oh okay I would also be Elvira. Then you could play <laughs> so, with those tatas. So I can look at the goods. <laughs> I like it, Todd. Uh, I think I would pick Ash. Just because, you know, a chainsaw for a hand. How cool is that? <laughs> I thought you had to be... Oh, I, th- I was... I read it as, like, an actor. But, yeah, I'm sticking with Elvira. <laughs> Uh, I think it'd be Freddy Krueger because he seems to be able to conjure pretty much any dream. So mm-hmm. you kind of have free reign into doing whatever you want. That's probably who I would be. That would be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, her second question. Since you're reviewing a Hansel and Gretel movie, what's your candy or chocolate of choice when watching a movie? Mine are Kit Kat Bites. Um, yeah, yeah, indeed. I go with Twizzlers, funny. You know, a lot of people bash. Sam always makes fun of me for Twizzlers, but I love Twizzlers. I, well, I stopped because how many times have I asked for a Twizzler now? Well, <laughs> it's the nibs. You need to clarify the that. Well, There's no, a difference. I mean, Twizzler nibs are my favorite, but, like, when we go to the movie theater, they don't have them, so I just get regular. What's a nib? The Twizzler nibs, they're, uh-huh. like, um, they're kind of, like, like. Are they, like, twizzler? bites? They're, like, yeah, yeah. they're, like, bite-sized, and they're, like, thicker. Uh, I like good. a twi- I like a good Twizzler. Yeah. Um, if I had to stick to candy because 
I always get nachos. Me too. Um, Me too. So good. Yep. Uh, anything that's like chewy and sour and tart. It has to be chewy, like Skittles. Um, sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. The sour rope thingies. Or, what about worms? Yeah, I'll take the worms too. Okay. <laughs> I'm going chocolate, peanut butter M&Ms, or as, what are they called in Canada? Well, we, we also have M&Ms, but we have Smarties, which are... And right. Smarties also. are little sugar candies for us. Got it. Yeah, exactly, which we call rockets. <laughs> uh, and, and they're fucking gross, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be different then, because I love Smarties up here. I like Smarties. Canada. Ew, I don't. What a waste. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying that. I've Smart- not sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the the rockets when you get them for Halloween is the kind of thing that you like almost want to throw back. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah. Um, and mine would be uh, peanut diamond M's if I have a choice. Yeah. For, yeah. Sometimes the combo comes with candy, and that's usually going to be my choice. What kind of combo you get in there, buddy? Well, hot, hot now combo? it's all, 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 no, that's only popcorn and the movies usually. But sometimes they add the candy for it, so I'll dig it peanut diamond M's. But I don't put it in my popcorn. Some people do that. Uh, I think that's weird. Good. Psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'll do? I've been doing lately, well, when it was open still, I would go to Costco, which is right next to movie theater. I get one of those $1.50 hot dogs, mm. smuggle it into the theater, get a nacho, and good to go. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Todd. It's awesome. <laughs> you know what I like to do is I like to get nachos and talk Joe into getting a large popcorn and nice. then you take a little bit of the popcorn and you dip it in the nacho cheese. It's so good. Mm-hmm. You got to put jalapenos on there too, though. Duh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, her final question is, which horror or horror-inspired TV shows did you watch as kids, if any? I used to love Are You Afraid of the Dark and Count Duckula. Do you remember that show? I do remember Count Duckula. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark was a big one for me, and Goosebumps. Those were definitely the two big ones uh, for me. Oh, and like the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tales from the Crypt. I yep. used to watch a lot. And uh, X Files, I was. Talk, stop taking my answers. <laughs> X Files. I used, sometimes, you know, they'd be too scary and shit, so I watch them in the mirror, because um, that makes it <laughs> scary, I guess. <laughs> but then Goosebumps, of course. But I think I said it last episode that Brothers episode in X Files like scared the shit out of me for months. It's yeah, it's it's really something else. It's terrible. I remember that one. It's when um, there's like uh, kind of like Hills Have Eyes people, but they live in a house and like. They brutally go to the sheriff's house and kill him and his wife, and then the deputy goes in there to try to kill them, and they fucking ambush him with an axe. It's like super brutal. Do you remember what season it's like? Was uh, it like- six, maybe? Mm-hmm. If you Google like X Files Brothers, it'll pop up because it's like infamous. I thought it was earlier than that, like three, because it was, was it? still just Scolder and Mully at the time. So, but yeah, yeah, so you'll see. It'll it'll be easy to find because it was the only one that was banned from TV after after it aired. Oh wow! Yeah. Shit. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Um, same as what you guys mentioned before. Um, definitely. Um, Tales from the Crypt because my mom always watched that. And then, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I remember I grew up with uh, this kid. His name was Robert, and he was like my best friend. We we're like cousins, but not cousins, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And like my mom would always take me over there so she could hang out with his mom and we would always watch Are You Afraid of the Dark and like scare the shit out of ourselves. What was your favorite episode? Do you have one? Do you have one that jumps out? Um, what's the one? I always forget with the comic book. The oh, the gra- the ghastly, ghastly grinner. grinner. Yeah, ah, that one was one. pretty scary. Yeah, he was creepy. Yeah, and then the one where the girl turn starts turning into a doll. Yeah, the doll one. Mm-hmm. That's creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Zebo the clown was always a good one That's too. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could be made into like. It could. A legit horror movie on its own. I think so. Did, did you guys have uh, a TV special on Halloween called Dark Knight? No. No. Okay. Uh, it, it was basically like a longer Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. And then Goosebumps have two Goosebumps episodes. And they always played on Halloween. And Aww. they had like, instead of commercials, they'd have kind of like a host uh, doing like Halloween stuff and stuff. It was, it was really cool. Oh, yeah, I don't recall that. Yeah, it might have been a Canadian thing. Uh, And speaking of Canadian things, uh, one of the shows I used to watch as a kid is The Hilarious House of Frankenstein, starring Vincent Price. Uh, It's a comedy comedy sketch show, Universal Monsters. It's super fucking, like, out there. Um, Like, the people who made this show were definitely on some kind of drug, especially (laughs) if you watch it now. it's, It's, like, really out there. But I used to love it as a kid. Um, I actually watched an episode recently with my wife, and it's just like, holy shit, do you need to be high to watch this, this show? But <laughs> just seeing Vincent Price kind of have fun with it and everything, it's really cool. I wonder so, if, it's, if, any, if it's available on YouTube or anything. Like for, uh, I know here it's available on Prime, okay. but that, that might be a Canadian thing. It's definitely available on YouTube. Okay, cool. Yeah, But if you want to get a good overview of what it's like... Uh, James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd, does a like special every October called Monster Madness, where he reviews like horror movies and stuff. And he reviewed this one, and it gives you a good idea of what the show's like. So I'd watch that first. It's only like five six minutes. Okay. Yeah. Cool show. Episodes are good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If 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 you're looking for like recommendations for horror films, it's a good place to kind of get recommendations and get his thoughts on it. Uh, yeah. Or- just go to Selena Gomez, who just gave her <laughs> recommendations. She recommended some good ones. She had, I know Revenge was one of them, and Haunt, and there were a few others she 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 had mentioned. But I know those two for sure. Right. <laughs> She's been doing some quarantine horror. We maybe we can get her on. <laughs> maybe she can get Taylor. So Swift. true story. <laughs> uh, you you sent something to the group chat uh, showing you know as uh, our buddy Selena is. Uh, recommending something off the horror spot podcast i legit yeah. didn't know that was a celebrity i thought it was just some person who was recommending films i had no idea who selena gomez was That's too so, funny. really yeah. yeah i want your life yeah I've, I've, i all, all i know is i i think she dated justin bieber or something like that but other than that i is she is she an actress a singer i'm not even sure both. an actress who sings yeah she's both Oh, has she been something like that? She was good? in that movie you like, Steve, The Dead Don't Die. Yeah. Yeah. Was she? She was yep. the one in like the hotel room, if that yeah, makes sense the, to you. Oh, like okay. the, yeah. Also, she was in <laughs> okay. a terrible movie with James Franco called Spring Breakers, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, I love that movie, Todd. Spring Break. <laughs> Alright, uh, next questions come from Jack he says, Steve says he edits the podcast. What does that entail? What do you guys edit out? 
Um, yeah, so basically for the f- last five, six weeks, I've been editing out Sam completely out of the podcast. <laughs> uh, we, but we decided to have her back this week. Uh, yeah. It's a, but no, seriously, fuck ups or uh, I'll try to cut out like long pauses and just little things like that. Nothing too crazy. I never like edit out a segment or what people said or anything like that. It's really just kind of tightening out the podcast and adding all this, like the songs and the trailers and all that shit to it too. So yeah, it's nothing pretty, pretty much what you hear is what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so we don't actually edit any like content out. It's really just uh, tightening up the show. Uh, he also asked, "How did you guys become affiliated with the Dork thing?" That happened before me, so maybe Joe or Todd can speak on that. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I had met them at. Um. I had like seen them around at quite a lot of conventions and stuff, but you know, we we were like I was friendly with them, but we never really um like discussed like joining the network or anything and then at scarecon um when we got a table there uh we were, i was just a couple tables away from them and uh you know we started talking more and then you know um and then during the award ceremony um they were hosting it and um i got to talking with them more and actually our friends over at that strange show were already members um had just joined the network so they were like talking to me about joining too and stuff and then um i talked to leo who heads the dorkening and uh yeah the rest is history we decided to you know join up and uh yeah so, and we're, we're happy to be a part of the, the network there and uh yeah so yeah cool yeah very nice guy leo too i, I got to meet him at uh uh, one of the cons in October. So, yeah, but all of them, really all nice. all the ones I've met were super super cool. So, yeah, uh, very happy to be affiliated with those guys. Yeah, they're uh, all are, all really good people and a lot of really uh, good shows. So, yeah, go check out the other yeah. pod. There's a lot of other good podcasts on the network. Something for everybody. Uh, you know, obviously we're horror oriented, but there's video game stuff and like pop culture podcasts and a whole bunch of good stuff. So you you know just go check out yeah. just search the dorkening and you can find all the other network um shows on the network as well on through there yeah, and speaking of uh, the strange show uh, uh joe just appeared on that show recently so i did yeah i was a guest on uh their their last episode we did house two the second story that movie sucks <laughs> yeah it, man I, I was actually i uh, yeah, I was gonna save it for what watch, but I'll just talk about it. I'll talk since we just mentioned, it, I'll talk about it. Yeah, it's. I was surprised. It's not really a horror movie like at all. Like it's essentially like a fantasy movie. It was very very weird. Um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great though. No, but it's. I mean, it's fun for like a if you're yeah. I guess like a drinking movie or something. Um, all right. So the final question we have is from Weezerface. Uh, she asks. What's your favorite movie witch? Uh, she answered the question as uh, Madonna in Four Rooms, Sandra Bullock in Practical Magic, maybe Sanderson Sisters, or The Kitchen Witch in Lords of Salem. So what do you guys think? Who's your favorite movie witch? Ooh, I'm going... So, I mean, obviously the Blair Witch comes to mind, even though you never really see her. But the, uh, the other one that pops right in my head is The Grand High Witch from The Witches, played by uh, Angelica Houston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker from because hey, <laughs> I think every young man like myself had a thing for her. Oh yeah, definitely. 
and old man. I mean, like, like myself. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, and current. Yeah. And current. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. No kidding. What about some movies with warlocks? There's what, not like wish Wishmaster or something. Yeah. I guess. He's so. cool. He's cool. Isn't there a movie called like Warlock with Lance Henriksen or something? Uh, sounds like something. <laughs> no, uh, I'll I'll go with Sarah Sanderson as well. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, just because she's such a talented actress and no other reason than that. Steve, <laughs> Steve's like she's such a talented actress. <laughs> I'll be basic and obvious and go with Bette Midler. Okay. Good. So Warlock is 1989. Does not have Lance Henderson in it. Some dude named Julian Sands plays okay. Warlock. All right then. Yep. I don't even know. I don't think I've ever seen it. Me either. <laughs> and that's all the questions we had. So thank you very much for asking them. We really appreciate it, and we can't do it without you. All right. Very good. Well, you guys want to dive into what watched? Let's do it. I'll be sitting this one out. You would. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'll lead it off. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre Part 2, 1987. Oh, man, this movie is very bad. Um, it's a direct sequel to Part 1 where one of the survivors from 1, she was like 12 or so in the first one, and now she's, I don't know, 20 in the second one. Uh, she's in an all-girl rock band. Um, but what's weird about it is that she's having um, very like bad nightmares about a, I guess, I don't know, someone that kind of looks like Danny Zuko from Greece. Um, but he has like electric guitar with a, like a, a, I can't even like a jackhammer on the end of it or something like that. And in her dreams, like he's constantly dancing and just winking at the camera, and it's just super weird. Um, eventually she goes off to a condo that one of her friend's dad spots. So they're all alone. Of course, guys show up and they start, you know, flashing boobs, things like that. But what's weird about it is that there's actually no killer. It's all in, in her mind. And he comes in the real world kind of like Freddy Krueger and kills her friends. But at the very end, the whole movie is bullshit because she wakes up in an insane asylum. So <laughs> there's like really nothing to it. Um, terrible because there's like random dancing parts with the with the killer like i said um annoying characters that are very bad actors and some good violence though so the kills are really well done but other than that um 100 forgettable that sucks i hate fucking when they do shit like that at the end yeah yeah uh all right my first one tonight is um the ruins from i think mid 2000s uh, actually, this is the first time I watched. Never saw this one. Stars um, the dude from The Hobbit. There, or I'm sorry, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Dominic Monaghan, also from Lost fame, though. Um, but yeah, basically, it's about like a group of twenty somethings. They are on vacation, uh, and they decide to go check out these like Aztec ruins. And uh, when they get there, like these people show up and like are freaking out being like what, you know what are you doing here like basically threatening them and uh they basically start like shooting at them like trying to kill them so they run up uh in on, into the ruins which are kind of like shaped like a i don't know sort of a pyramid sort of thing um but they get to the top and they like start to realize that like the like the vines are like alive like on these ruins and the vines are kind of like 
it's fucking wild i gotta say i've never it's very unique i've never seen really anything like it before um so yeah i mean they're just basically the rest of the movie is them trying to survive from like these vines from kind of like taking over their bodies some really cool body horror stuff in this and uh overall i would say i enjoyed it i don't think donna 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 dominic monahan's in that movie are you sure? I think it's. Well, let me pull it up right here. The other guy's name then. But uh, no. Oh, you're look. You're thinking of Sean Ashmore from like X Men. Oh yeah, I am. And, <laughs> and, Fro- <laughs> and Frozen. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, I like that movie. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my first one is Hansel and Gretel from 2013. Not to be confused with Gretel and Hansel, which is what we're reviewing tonight. Uh, this one is stars D. Wallace as the witch, and it's basically the same story as we all know. Uh, Hansel and Gretel are two teenagers, and they go through the woods. Um, Gretel gets hurt, so they go to this house, which has uh, Lilith, who is D. Wallace, and they figure out that she's more than what she appears. Uh, and then the whole kind of you know Hansel and Gretel story plays out where. Uh, she's eating people and they enslave them and they try to get out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the movie's okay. Not, not great. Uh, it's kind of a typical kind of teen uh, horror movie from, you know, kind of low budget teen horror movie. Uh, D Wallace actually plays a pretty good witch. Um, so that's really cool. But other than that, I really wouldn't recommend this one per se. Uh, I think there are better, Hansel and Gretel stories out there than this one, but if you're looking for something easy to watch, uh, there's some good gore in it, not a ton, but uh, overall, I don't think this is one you need to watch. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't like that movie when I saw it, and I thought she was a little bit over the top, but I guess that's a character. Um, but anyway, so I watched one, uh, 1981's The Black Cat, directed by Lucio Fulci of Zombie and New York Ripper fame. Um, this one is pretty out there, man. Uh, it's a play on the Black Cat poem by Edgar Allan Poe, but nothing to do with that actual story. Um, basically, this guy has a psychic connection with a cat, and uh, wherever the cat goes, whoever's next to it is eventually going to die some violent death, um, whether it's someone falling out of a clock tower and getting impaled, or um, <laughs> there's even a stupid scene where this uh, young, these young, this young couple goes in like a boathouse um, to have sex, and then somehow this cat like shuts the door and breaks the air conditioning system, so they suffocate, which is really weird. Um, but it also has some good attacks. Like the cat comes in, and it's a lot of close-up shots of them scratching faces and like just like completely gouging people's faces and arms. So that's pretty cool. But overall, uh, the movie's pretty dumb. But you can watch it on Amazon Prime in the U.S. for free. So check it out. Yeah, but I've always wanted to check that one out. I've it's always it's been on my list, so yeah, maybe a, I'll give it a try. A, yeah. Um. All right, my next one is from 2020, and that is called Dreamcatcher, starring uh, Radha Mitchell from Silent Hill fame, and also uh, Henry Thomas, and uh, the little boy in it. We is from a movie we did this uh, year called The Banana Splits Movie. Uh, the, the main boy in that. So the three of them kind of star in this one. Um, uh, Henry Thomas is the dad and his son, obviously the little boy. And Radha Mitchell is kind of the, the new girlfriend. Um, the old mom has died. So they, you know, kind of go 
off to kind of, I guess, forget about that. And they go on vacation. And yeah, the little boy starts like having these like terrible nightmares and stuff like that. So um, he finds a kind of like a rundown barn um, that is owned by Lynn Shay. Yes, Lynn Shay is also in this movie. Um, has a nice little, I wouldn't really call it a cameo. She's actually kind of a big character in this one. Um, but yeah, so, you know, he, she like sells these like dream catchers and like a bunch of other like random shit and stuff. So he ends up, uh, finding, um, uh, like a dream catcher, uh, that she wasn't selling. That was like in like this weird part of the barn and he steals it and it has these like supernatural powers. And from there, um, Basically, like, there's, like, a demon trying to, like, take over his body and um, kind of kill, like, trying to kill uh, Radha Mitchell's character and stuff. Um, so this movie's called Dreamcatcher, and Dreamcatcher is spelled with a K, and I have no idea why there's a K in there. And that just tells me, the like, and that's just, like, a good precursor for the rest of this movie, because as stupid as that is, the rest of this movie is just as stupid. Um, it's, yeah, it's not a good movie at all it gets it started off okay and then it just gets like cringe worthingly bad um especially like the little boy actor his acting is especially terrible in this um i know rod High mitchell produced this one i guess it was like a passion project maybe for her or something but yeah this one is bad i, I would definitely skip it what did you say we saw the little boy in uh the banana splits movie oh okay all right uh so my second one is Hansel Versa, which is the sequel to the movie I spoke about before. Uh, and by the way, they're all on Tubi. My three, you want to watch it tonight. So you can check those out if you really wish. Uh, so this one's from 2015. It takes place a few years after the original. Uh, Hansel is now a witch hunter. And he kind of goes around the world uh, killing witches to kind of get rid of them all. And eventually makes his way back home. Uh, to Gretel, who now owns the shop that the old witch used to have. And she has since become a witch, unknown to Hansel. And uh, she's tasked by the Order of Witches to kill her brother. But instead of doing that, she decides to use him to get rid of the Order of Witches so she can become the Queen Witch. Uh, the movie is really terrible. Uh, actually worse than the first one, if you ask me. Uh, there are a few okay sequences in the film when he's hunting witches and stuff and it did have potential but overall it just did not live up to its potential and just is just bad really uh, it's the worst of the ones that i watched this week and i highly wouldn't recommend it i missed the name of that what was the name of that hansel versus gretel ah uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um last what watched for me was uh i'm up to date on what we do in the shadow season two which i gotta say is pretty damn amazing season one i, I liked it but i wasn't blown away by it but i think season two they definitely hit their stride and um i just every single episode has had me laughing and especially the super bowl one where they confuse a super bowl <laughs> invite with the they called the superb owl so they think they're gonna go see a superb owl and it's just hilarious <laughs> Um, but I, I, I just love it. Yeah, it's been amazing so far this season. Just great stuff. I loved season one as well, but, um, yeah, I mean, this season is amazing as well. And, uh, yeah, I highly recommend it as well. It's 
I personally think it's the best thing on television right now. Um, I would agree. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, my last one tonight is from 2018, and it is called Butterfly Kisses. Uh, this is a, a uh, found footage movie. Um, it's basically about um, this uh, this guy. He finds um, these like tapes at his. Uh, I feel I feel like it's either like his mother's house or someone finds these tapes anyway, and they they open them up and it's these um, student filmmakers that were making a movie about uh, an urban legend called Peeping Tom, and this guy who found the tapes was a filmmaker himself. So he decides to make a movie out of all of the tapes he finds. Um, so we go back and forth between, um, you know, the filmmaker who's making um, this movie and the footage that um, was found from the student filmmakers. Um, it's um, actually really well done. I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, I think if you're not into found footage, you probably won't enjoy this. But um, I thought it's really good. It has some pretty effective scares in it. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. And we also get a little cameo from um, Eduardo Sanchez from the Play Witch Project in it. Because there's um, a very fun scene where, you know, a lot of people are thinking that this guy who found the tapes is basically just, um, you know, it's like a farce, basically, is that he, like, you know all the all the footage is like fake that he like supposedly found and stuff so they kind of like interview Eduardo Sanchez about it and like what his thoughts are um so that was like a fun little uh I guess little thing that was in it but yeah I I definitely I had a a really good time with it and I I definitely recommend this one all right to complete my little uh Hansel and Gretel uh, what watched this week I watched Hansel and Gretel get baked from 2013. Uh, the, I'll read the IMDb because it's like exactly what this movie's about. A brother and sister battle a witch who lures teenagers into her suburban home with her special blend of marijuana, where she then pretend, uh, proceeds to kill and eat them to maintain her youth and beauty. Uh, the witch, in this case, being played by Lara Flynn Boyle, uh, not related to the other two films I talked about. Uh, I, I, You know, you, you watch a movie called Hansel and Gre- Gretel Get Baked, and you pretty much know what you're expecting. Uh, but surprisingly, I kind of really enjoyed this one. Uh, it knows what it's about. It knows that it's having fun. And even on the poster, it says from the producers of Twilight. Uh, so they're very self-aware of what they're doing. And it came off that way. And it was really a fun movie to watch. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'll even go as far as a little sneak peek for tonight. This was my favorite Hansel and Gretel story I watched over the last week. Um, I think it's something that... People should, you know, just put on and have fun watching. Uh, don't take it too seriously. And uh, it's, it's a good one. So you can check that out on Tubi. Nice. That's high praise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not great, but, like, it's fun, right? That's... <laughs> I got one. I got one more that's not horror. Uh, I watched a documentary called McMillions, which is about the, um, the McDonald's Monopoly scandal. Um, I don't know if anyone is familiar with this story, but uh, it's currently I, on. I saw it too. Yeah. Oh, did you? Nice. Did you enjoy it? Uh, I, I read the story like two years ago when it was released. Okay. Uh, like the, the big blowout. I thought the documentary was a little weird. I don't know. The characters were just a little too much, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So I didn't read this. I didn't really know anything about it. So I thought it was a pretty interesting story, um, basically about how the mob 
like rigged the um, McDonald's Monopoly game, um, and like basically you had no, never had a chance of winning like the million dollar winners because the mob was basically stealing the game pieces because they had like an inside man in there and they were just picking um, random people. Well, not random people, but they were picking people they knew to win and the FBI finally like caught on to them and stuff. And uh, I, I found it to be like pretty interesting. Um, I did think it was a little long. I don't think it needed to be. I think it was like six or seven episodes. I didn't feel like it needed to be that long. But um, I think if you're into like true crime and especially mob stuff, I, I think it's an interesting watch. That seems ridiculous that the, the mob would steal from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it's the mob, right? They'll do anything. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You know what my biggest problem with McDonald's is? It's they so don't use... <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, they don't use Deadly Grounds as their coffee brand. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. All right, guys, let's get into some horror news now. After we just drank that delicious Deadly Grounds coffee. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get right into the big piece of news this week, um, and that is Nev Campbell starring in Scream 5, question mark. Well, it sounds like um, there is a really good possibility we are going to see Nev Campbell in the newest Scream movie. Um, she just did a uh, interview with YouTube's Jake Hamilton, which I don't know who that is, but apparently he must be a pretty big YouTuber to get Nev Campbell on. But uh, here is the quotes from Nev Campbell. Uh, she said, they've come to me and we're having conversations. Uh, it's a little hard at the moment because of COVID to know when that will happen. And hopefully we can see eye to eye on all the elements that have to come into place for it to happen. Uh, she continued, I originally had been really apprehensive about doing another scream without Wes because he was such a genius and he is the reason they are what they are. But the directors have come to me with such a great appreci appreciation for Wes's work and they really want to honor it. And uh, that meant a lot to me. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it, uh, Nev Campbell said. So, um, yeah, I think I think she has to be in it, right? Like, I mean, it just with it's just not Scream without Nev Campbell, um, without Sydney Prescott. So, I really hope that they can get her. And I mean, we obviously we had the direct the directors um, did Ready or Not. We had them on. They seem like really awesome guys. So, uh, I'm really excited for this, and I really hope they can get Nev. Yeah, I agree. They, but I think they should close their story out, like they should have done with Halloween. You think? You think they should? Like, what would they do? Like, you really? You want? You think they should kill her? Uh, kill her or make her the villain, and then someone kills her. Okay, I re I thought that's the that's where they were going for part four, and then they just never did it. Did you um ever hear the original theory for or the original uh, script for part four? I don't. I may have, but I don't recall. If you want to refresh me. Yes, yeah, when the uh, Matthew Lillard never died in part one. Um, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in, like in a prison, and then he comes back, which I would have liked. I would have liked that a lot too. I actually thought that was the the script for part three, and then they had to change it because of like some school shooting or something like. That. You know what? Yeah, I think. You, yeah, I think that's right. Actually. Yeah, which I, I, I 
that would have been awesome. I, yeah, I think it was like he had like a cult or something. Yeah, he had a following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool though. That would have been a great, great little twist. For some reason, it reminds me of uh, the original Freddy's Dead. Did you guys know that one? No. Where um, originally it was going to be a bunch Freddy's of. Dead? Huh? Did you like Freddy's Dead? No, I don't like yeah, it at all. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> but the original concept was Freddy is so old that he has no power, so kids fall asleep just to go kick his ass <laughs> in, their, <laughs> in their dream. So eventually, of course, something happens and he gets power and he comes back and kills them all. But I think that would have been cool or better than what we had with, you know, Roseanne guest starring and all that. All right. Well, we shall see. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we get Nev Campbell back for Scream 5. Um, all right. Next bit of news here is um, another pushback, of course, with all the COVID stuff happening. Um, the latest uh, casualty is Lionsgate's Antebellum, um, which I was really excited about. It's one of my most anticipated of the year. Um, currently, they've pushed it back to August. So um, we will be seeing it this year. Luckily, they haven't thrown it off the calendar for this year yet. Um, but they hope they're hoping for an August 21st, 2020 release. Um, Antebellum, of course, stars Janelle Monet. Um, and yeah, it should be. Uh, I'm really excited for that one. So hopefully it will be coming in August. Um, another um, bit of bad news here is Saw's, of course, Spiral. Uh, movie that was supposed to be coming up this year it has been completely pushed off the schedule for this year um, by a full year um, we will not be seeing um, spiral from the book of saw now until may of 2021 so that is a definite bummer yeah were you excited for that one yeah yeah why not october i don't know I guess, that's like saw, yeah, I saw guess prime time. i mean they might just be thinking there's not going to be any too stacked october i think like there's yeah. still movies going well i'm just too. thinking they i'm thinking maybe they just don't think there's going to be any movie like releases like for the rest of this year possibly so i don't know hopefully there is though i mean they're starting to open stuff back up and so we'll see um all right next bit of news here is uh oh arrest in peace um so arrest in peace to john j lafia who passed away, um, he was actually the co-writer on the first Child's Play movie and also directed um, Child's Play um, Part 2. So, um, yeah, a rest in peace to him. Obviously a very important part of horror right there. Um, all right, next bit of news here is um, a little bit of news on American Horror Story, which we've been reporting on uh, Season 10. Um, right now, Season 10 does not seem to be pretty up in the air right now as um because of the coronavirus shutdown um in a recent interview with ryan murphy uh he said uh, a lot of what i was going to shoot was dependent on a very sp specific moment it was a weather dependent show um murphy explained so now i don't know i don't know what we're going to do i don't know what i'm going to do next with that show i don't know if i'll accelerate another season or i'll wait till next year to shoot this one uh, he continued, you know, nobody so far has called me up and said, okay, we have a plan to move forward for shooting. So until that day, everybody is kind of on pause. I honestly don't know, but it's a great season, and I know all the actors are chomping at the bit to get into it. Um, so, yeah, um, looks like maybe season 10 might be on the back burner, the original idea. We might get something else. Currently, season 10 was supposed to include Macaulay Culkin, Sarah Paulson, Evan Peters, Kathy Bates, Billy Lord, uh, Lily Rabe, Leslie Grossman. So actually a really good cast. Um, 
from you know past seasons. I'm ex- ex- especially when Macaulay Culkin joined the cast. That really got me excited personally. Um, but yeah, I guess we will see um, what's going to happen going forward. All right, and another big piece of news here is it appears we're going to be getting a new Children of the Corn movie. Uh, yeah, that is correct. Um, so um, right now there is plans on a Children of the Corn remake um, from the director of Equilibrium, which I've never seen before. Um, nothing else currently really um, in the details on that one right now. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think it's definitely the perfect time to reboot Children of the Corn. There hasn't really <laughs> been anything um, worthwhile of watching with it in quite some time. So hopefully uh, they'll do something good with it. Equilibrium's uh, pretty good. Yeah, is it? I've, I think ooh. you like it, yeah. Yeah, all right, I'll have to check it out for sure. Uh, all right, and uh, so, all right, you guys want to do a uh, trailer review? Uh, sure. All right, all right, so this one is called Becky, and it is starring, of all people, Becky. Kevin James. Yes, <laughs> Kevin James, folks, is starring in a horror thriller movie, um, and that's why I figured we should um, do a trailer review for this one. So we watched the trailer for Becky. What did you guys think? Wait, Kevin James from King of Queens? Yeah. Yeah. Was he? He's the main neo Nazi villain guy with really? the big beard. I didn't even yeah. recognize him. I remember <laughs> you said Kevin James, but after that, huh. I it's gonna be hard to not see uh, King of Queens, man. Honestly, like I'm over it with Vince. Um, gosh damn it, what's his name? The big tall dude that's always in comedy. He's not a serious actor. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I'm over it with him now. Like I can't. I can see past his comedy, but Kevin's like a neo Nazi. Like I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I'm excited because it has the girl from Annabelle, so. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm not too much for watching the trailers that Joe throws at us, but this one, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got to admit, I didn't really like this trailer. I, I feel it's like a movie I've seen a million times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a guy comes into a house, captures a family for an item, and then, like, you know, they try to escape and chase it. I, I feel I've seen this movie a thousand times. So it really got to bring something unique other than just having, uh, you know, Kevin James as the, uh, the villain. Uh, I'll watch it, of course, but I'm not, like, excited about it or anything. Yeah, I'm with you with that one. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought it looked, like, okay. I mean, it has the potential to be, like, fun. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like there's really, like, anything new here. I mean, I think the funnest part about it is seeing Kevin James, like, in a crazy role like this. Wait, but what about the little girl who he tries to go after and she's actually, like, psycho? I think that looked like Dennis the Menace shit right there. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's a little bit different, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, she's, what, probably, like, 10? No, it's like Kevin McAllister in the rated R movie, really. All right. Yeah, that's kind of a good, uh, a good uh, comparison right there for sure. Uh, all right, well, we'll see how it is. Maybe we'll end up reviewing it, maybe not, but I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. Uh, and the last bit of news here is for, um, since it's actually a good 
segue in a way because we were talking about children horror stuff earlier. Well, Disney Plus is going to be turning R.L. Stein's Just Beyond Comics into a horror anthology series. So, those of you who are into that, Todd, I'm looking at you with the kids. Could be a good series to watch with them. Sounds so, cool. Or I'll yeah. just watch it by myself. Exactly. Jay. There you go. Um, but the series <laughs> is expected to launch in fall of 2021. I can't wait. Hey, one of my followers gave me their Disney Plus access. Oh, thing, there you go. So cool. I'm going to use it. Yeah, hell yeah. Disney uh, just heard that and will be shutting <laughs> me down. Just joking. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know what? <laughs> Thank you, but no thanks. All right. Well, that is it for our news this week. Ooh, that means it's time for trivia. Yes, sir. No. You yes, say sir, you four points I've, of question. I've decided since I've missed so much trivia, I'll just sit it out for the rest of the year. No, you won't. You'll get four points of question tonight. No, I won't. Yeah, you will. I don't like when people put that kind of pressure <laughs> on me. You can totally... Say, every time people say that, I never get it because I feel pressured. Well, I personally don't have any gear towards you. Life's but too short. You can totally get in first place tonight if you got them all right. Okay. All right. Well, currently we have Sam is in uh, last place with nine points. Woo woo. Joe in third place with 13 points. So look at that. You've been gone for like five weeks and you're only like four I'm points shocked, behind me. Joe. <laughs> uh, Steve currently um, with 20 with oh 19 points. And Todd, the leader, with 24 points. Steve, don't you miss the good old days when we tied? Until you take Steve it tonight. Went on a, Steve went on a reign of terror, though, and almost got yeah, me. I've, in the last three, four weeks, I've been, like, losing. Sam wasn't there to support me. That's what it was, I think. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. He, he thrives off Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Right. They always do. Do you have your questions ready, Sam? No. Okay. Okay. Well, have I'm you go first. Joking. You go first then. All right. Let's see. let me see what I got, guys. All righty. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. In the loved ones, what two letters encircled by a heart does Lola Stone carve into the chest of protagonist Brent Mitchell? L and D. What did you say? What? I, everyone talked at once. What did people say? Steve said I RS. I said L and B. Um, what's her name in that fucking movie? Uh, PB. PD, uh, PB. Todd. BP. BP in or the, PB? In the loved ones, Lola wears a necklace. Uh... Uh, PB, that's my final guess. <laughs> no, you guys are all wrong. What's his name? Her name's Princess. No, it's Lola, Todd. <laughs> oh my god, damn it. <laughs> See, you don't like the pressure when they put it on you. See what I mean? Well, because I really like that movie. L and S? What's the S for? Sean. Who the fuck's Sean? The guy. I thought you said No, I don't know. <laughs> it is L and S, though. All right. Who's S? I had one right. I'll look it up. <laughs> I thought her dad called her princess all the time. Oh. I'm fucked up. Oh, well. All right. I'll go next. Okay. Who wrote 
the original Hansel and Gretel story. Oh, God. Uh, Brother Grimm. Correct. Oh, yeah. Good job, Steve. Poop. Point. You want to go, Steve? That's because of that sure. Disney blood, <clears throat> Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Sam, pay attention. <laughs> this is a good one. No. In the house, in the house is October built. Uh-oh. In which city does the end take place? Ohio. It's a state, woman. Cleveland. <laughs> well, I was hoping Steve would say yeah. <laughs> no, that's not, not Cleveland. Is it in Ohio, Steve? No. <laughs> Kentucky. Um, Salem. No. Joe, you want to take a wild guess? Uh, Los Angeles. Uh, the answer was New Orleans. Uh, Damn it. That's right. I haven't seen it in a while, but that makes sense. Okay. In Ready or Not, what weapon does the brother-in-law go on YouTube for? Bow and arrow. Oh, should I allow it for Sam? Should <laughs> I, mean, I allow it? It's a crossbow, it? right? It's a crossbow. Should I allow it? Let's go to the judges. I would give it to Sam. What's the difference? <laughs> Well, Bow and arrow, you, you pull a string. Like, like, oh, Jesus. I'll, well, all right, you get your four points. I'll get it to you. All, all right. right. Thanks for the party. Pity party. All right. Camp <laughs> is now tied with me. And Todd, you were right. She does go by princess. That's what she's credited as. Who's this, Who's the S character, then? I, don't, I couldn't see it right off the bat. Maybe, maybe her mom? I gave up. That's what I was kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. That would have been her dad since he kind of had a weird love thing for her. Yeah, had a daddy boner for her. Ugh. All right, my turn? Yeah, go for it. Okay. This one comes to us from our listener, Weezer Face, on Instagram. She gave me this question. Um, she said, uh, what does Michael Myers take from the hardware store in Halloween? Mask. Mask! That's one of the things he takes. Oh. Rope. Yes. Nice. Yes. I guess everyone gets a point for that. <laughs> mask, rope, Not and knife. A mask, a rope, and, and some knives. <laughs> so I'll give everyone a point for that one. Yay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does Sam get four points? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the rule. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> You're pretty close already. <laughs> I have to play a little vac- little I'm, I'm getting breaks le- I'm here getting, and there. I'm getting left in the dust here. <laughs> it won't last long. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> oh, my turn? Or yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Let's see, let's see. What is the name of the coastal town celebrating its centennial in the fog from 1980? I actually think I used this question last week. Yeah. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I did. And I kind of forget the answer already. You want to go back and get another one? It's something Bay. Fine, I'll do another Wait, one. what was the answer? Um, I already forget. Antonio, Antonio Bay. Bay. That's it. Yep. Well, shit, then. <laughs> All right. Uh, in Deep Red from 1975, during what holiday did the murder and the drawing of the screaming child take place? Mardi Gras. Todd, I love the confidence. No? Is it another? <laughs> uh, Independence Day. I don't know. 
Christmas. <laughs> Joe, no. You get a negative point. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. you're right. Your guess was correct. Yeah. She probably looked at it in her room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my turn, I think. Yes. <clears throat> in The Dentist, written by Stuart Gordon, which actor, who would later become an Avenger, appears in the film? Oh, uh, Jeremy Renner? No. Ah, ball. Chris Evans. No. Nope. Sam, you want to take a guess? I... In the Avengers? Yep. Robert Downey? No. <laughs> you're, you're like two Avengers left. Robert Downey Jr. Robert. It's what's-his-face, the cutie guy. No. Cutie guy? Uh... <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, no. No, not him. The who's other a, one. Hulk. Who's the cutie guy? What's his name? Hulk? Yeah. Uh, Bruce Mark Banner. Hulk? Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, okay, well, it's, it's Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Dang, what was he, like 10 years old in that movie? He's young, and he's creepy in the movie. Nice. He's like one of those guys who uh, preys on, like, teen girls to be... Uh, like models for his agency. Oh, <laughs> it's boy. creepy. Yeah. Okay. In Saw, the final chapter, what past character was revealed to be working for Jigsaw the whole time? Dr. Gordon. Yes, sir. You, you guys are planning this. I hated <laughs> that. I hated that twist too. Yeah. yeah me too. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. it. Okay. What Italian rock band has famously worked with Dario Argento? Goblin. Correct. Yay. Good. good job. Thank you. My turn? Yep. All right. I'll take the, the ball. Take the reins. Music questions, Joe. Okay, who composed the famous theme for Jaws? Oh, my God. John, John Williams. Williams. Ooh, that was close. That was clearly me. It was clearly Todd, but it was oh. really, it was really close, Steve. All right. I'm gonna listen to the tape on that one. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna alter it. I know that's what he's yeah, gonna yeah. edit that. <laughs> gonna edit Todd out of the podcast. <laughs> Put a pause on Todd's clip. Okay. All right. Final question. What is the name of the town featured in Pontypool? Ponty? <laughs> nope. Joe? Um, LA. Williamsburg. No, you're all wrong. You were close, Todd. It's Pontypool, Ontario. <laughs> oh my god. We'll allow it. Go ahead and put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a kind of historical, what are they doing now kind of thing. Uh-oh. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre house is now used as what? A barbecue. Uh, barbecue. Barbecue. Barbecue gas place. Steve got it first. How do you know? We were yelling so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I would really love to go there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It's on my list. Yep. Wait, is it the house or is it the gas, the gas station? station. The, the gas station. Yeah. The house is a uh, cafe. But, but they, they have, have a house. Yes. Well, I was counting. You, you can stay there. 
Yeah, you could oh, stay okay, there so too I in the back. <laughs> no, I thought the 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 hotel is at the gas station. It's a, it yeah, is. house in the back of it. Oh, but you said house right. though. Yeah. But the well, house is an open. I said barbecue. The house. The, I thought the gas station was the cafe. The, no, the house is a cafe. The gas station is a barbecue place. Plus and a hotel. Plus a camp, like a campsite. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I'm gonna go there, like next year. We thought about going when we were down for Texas Frame Weekend, but it was like a five. But Joe didn't want to. He wanted to drink and get drunk instead. No. Lame. No, it so was lame. That's not true. It was because it was like uh-huh. a, it was like a five or six hour drive. Like we would have 12 or 13 driven hours. my car, fool. Well, I know, but that's a long drive. If I move there, we're all road tripping there. Yeah. Well, from Massachusetts, it would be pretty far. I mean, <laughs> you come over, and then we'll road trip there. Oh, all right, yeah. I'd be down Steve for flies to us, too. and we all fly to Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. I get to fly twice. It's so fun. <laughs> 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 okay, folks. So after tonight, um, in last place is Joe with 14 points. Guys, this is a record-breaking, <laughs> record-breaking, the one and only time in history that I will not be last place. And third place is Sam with 17 points. Whoa, whoa! In second place is Steve with 23 points. I'm so happy I'll give Steve some applause too. And in first place. <laughs> Todd with 27 points. All right, guys. Keeping that lead. Yes, sir. But I I made it closer. You did. I'm coming after you. Are you scared, Todd? No, I just need to not put saw questions in my freaking things because I know Steve (laughs) likes it. As soon as I said that, I'm like, fuck, Steve's going to get it. (laughs) That was an easy one. All three of you guys shouted it out, though. I didn't. And I was going to say what color were her shoes in red or not, but I thought that was too easy. No, I don't know. White? Yellow! Yeah, Sam would have got that one. That was one of my questions when we reviewed the film. And I think I answered it, too. I think so, Todd. Nice. Well, we're ready for Gretel and Hansel? Yes. Let's do it. A fairy tale has a way of getting into your head. Even before you hear it. Somehow you just know it. And it always went like this. Pleased to make your acquaintance. I'm called Gretel, and this rough one here is my brother Hansel. Ouch! Tell me how you came to be in my woods. There's too much, and it isn't right. You're scared. There's something wrong here. Careful, dear. I'd hate for you to start something you can't stop. Ah, okay. Honestly, not a lot of plot to give you guys because everyone knows the Hansel and Gretel original tale. Uh, This one's just flipped, called Gretel and Hansel, because according to the director, he wanted to make a focus on Gretel because she's older and instead of having the traditional Hansel and Gretel be similar ages, um, he wanted Gretel to be at the point in her life where she's, you know, almost a young woman, still a young girl, has to take care of her young brother because their mother kicks them out of the house. Um, so that was a focus for having it called Gretel and Hansel instead of the flip side 
Uh, but traditional story, they get kicked out of the house. They're walking around. Eventually, they come to an abandoned place. Um, well, they think it's abandoned until this old lady. She's very nice. Let's them in. She has a bunch of food. And she's like, eat what you want. You guys can stay. She's a little creepy. And I guess I'll leave it at that. I mean, it's kind of we. It's kind of hard not to spoil this because everyone knows what Hansel and Gretel is. You know, there's a witch, and she's fattening them up to eat them, um, which is, you know, pretty much what happens in this movie. Um, but I think Steve should take over since I think you're the one that liked it the least. Yeah. Um, so you guys had all seen it before me, and at least from my memory, I got the impression that you all loved this movie to the point I think Todd, you said it was the number one so far in 2020. Correct. So I had high expectations, <laughs> and I really didn't like it. Um, so I think the performances were good. Uh, I especially like Sophia Lillis in it. Uh, I just like her as an actress. She's been great in everything that I've seen so far. The cinematography, I think, is fantastic in this film. Like, there are some great shots that can make, like, beautiful stills. I thought it was really, really well shot. But, and this is my biggest gripe with movies... I was bored to death watching this thing. It was so slow, and I, I didn't feel like anything was ever really happening. Um, I did love what the first 20 minutes of the film were setting up with, um, like, a hunter and, like, a weird zombie character, and I thought it would go in a really interesting way from there. But they completely abandoned that and went a whole other kind of more classic uh, Hansel and Gretel story with some you know powers thrown in and stuff but overall i just i did not see the appeal of it it was just too boring and i didn't like it and you thought the witch was boring too right steve yeah well i, I like the witch i didn't like love the witch like you guys did gotcha so i so i think to preface this you gotta be aware that it's an extremely slow burn movie uh it's all character based there's very little action in it um but for me, I, I mean, I was, I can 100% see why you would not like it and be bored by it. But for me, I don't know if it was the right time and place watching the movie, but I was like enthralled with it. I was like glued to the screen and I loved every bit of it. What about you guys, Sam and Joe? Uh, yeah, I really liked it. I wish I would have watched it before um, tonight. When did we see it? Like in January? Yeah, released in January in theaters. Yeah, yeah but um, right off the bat I really enjoyed it like Steve said the cinematography is absolutely stunning um I really liked the soundtrack I thought uh Sophia Lillis did an amazing job when I there was something about the end um like I wasn't expecting a horror I guess adult movie like I just I assumed that it was gonna because it's a kid's tale I just wasn't expecting a lot from it I think that's where a lot of the disappointment came from people is that they were hoping it was going to be like a full horror movie um but for me I just went in knowing that it was going to be more of the fantasy side uh but there was something about the witch I can't really put my finger on it now because it's been so long but I felt like the time that it took place in the film then at the very end, there was something about the witch that I felt like it was in today's time that kind of pulled me out of the story, but that's just me nitpicking it. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I really, um, overall, I, I definitely enjoyed this movie. Um, I can definitely see why people wouldn't like this movie because it is a definite slow burn. And I would definitely say it's more of an art house style 
movie, um, which obviously a lot of people are not into. Um, I definitely do think you have to be in the right type of mood to watch this movie too. Um, and I mean, maybe that's why Steve wasn't into it. Maybe like, you know, I mean, who knows, but, um, yeah, I just think you have to be in the right mood and you kind of have to go with the art house style that this movie is going for. Um, but yeah, I was kind of with Todd on this. I was like, I was ne- I personally, I was never bored. I was always entertained watching it. Um, I thought the performance, and I think it's really um, a testament to the performances, um, especially for me, The Witch. Um, I think she is the highlight. I mean, I, you guys said Sophia Lillis. For me, it is The Witch. I think she gives um, the best performance to me personally i thought she was fantastic in this i couldn't take my eyes off of her every time she was on screen i thought she commanded it um and yeah i mean i i I, uh overall i really enjoyed this i do have some um nitpicks um i think the movie is very ambiguous which is another reason a lot of people might not like it um and i think it was the choice by the director to put that in ambiguity into the movie um because that i was like found myself especially with the ending to be a little confused here and there but um overall i i went with it and uh, i had a good time with it yeah that's kind of one of my problems with uh the movie because i i don't mind slow burn movies uh you know in general if it leads to something but i felt that it never really led to anything that was revealing or like good enough to warrant to the slow burn like mm. to me uh you know i'll take hereditary for example which is another slow burn movie i feel that it led to something and there were moments in it that were really shocking where in this there were a couple but nothing that really like stood out in my mind and that makes the movie like forgettable in my eyes like i don't think i'd ever think about this movie ever again after this except right now it's on my bottom five of the year what? <laughs> You'll be thinking about it when I do freaking trivia questions for it. Next <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen it and took notes for it, but uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It just uh, it, like it won't stay on my bottom five, I'm sure, because it's like right at five. But still, I just I don't know. It just didn't lead anywhere, and that was kind of my big problem with it. Yeah, I could see where where Steve's coming from because I was I got a little excited when um, the hunter ended up killing that goblin or ghoul or whatever right which is never explained and that like that kind of bothered me like and that's part of the ambiguity like who was that guy like what who was, was he that goblin thing like oh, there was yeah. no explanation for it well, just I think in the, the universe the of the fairy tale yeah. okay yeah that's what i was gonna say like the universe you saw a bunch of weird shit in the woods but right that yeah. wasn't explained um, and then too, I know uh, we had talked about this after we saw it, is that uh, Gretel, like towards the end, where she becomes stronger with her powers, it's not real. There's not really like a back and forth fight. It's just right. something so easy as if you blow on a piece of paper and it falls off. Like that's how I felt like the ending kind of was. Um, but I still really liked it. But yeah. I can see both sides of people just being mad about it. Yeah, I mean, the whole movie is kind of a metaphor, right? About like um, a woman, a girl, like becoming a woman. Like that's basically like the whole. That's how. That's what I got out of it. Like it's basically, you know, she's a young girl and she's kind of the the witch is kind of telling her like you have to let your brother go. He's holding you back from like who you can really be, and you know she's 
you know, well, you know, and like, that's kind of like what I took from it and her, her kind of like slowly becoming a woman and how, you know, things can hold you back, but you have to like keep pressing forward and like, Bitch, that's, that's her brother. I took. It was kind of, you know, it was like a big female empowerment movie in, in my eyes and kind of, you know, like a feminist type movie. But I think it's like, I feel like Gretel's also holding her brother back too. Okay. Like if she's, because I think like there's a theory that he's going to become a hunter. Like he has to go when he, yeah, like he's having his sister baby him the whole time Mm -hmm. because she feels like he, she has to. But I think without her, he's going to realize and come into his own power of being a hunter. Yeah. And then I've also read some pretty cool theories. Like one of them was that Hansel will have children and then Gretel becomes like the witch of the woods, like how, like the older witch, and then his kids Mm -hmm. will run into her. And it's kind of like a never ending cycle story, which I found really interesting. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But like, so that's like kind of why, like I was a little confused at the end because obviously her fingers turn black. So is it to tell us that she's going to become the witch now? Because, like, there was never really anything sinister with, like, her character. Like, she was never, like, evil. So why would she, like, accept, like, the evil and, like, become, like, that witch character? Which is kind of what I took from the ending. I mean, she might... I feel like she kind of thought that that was her purpose in life. Okay. And I feel like she, with her taking the power because all the spirits were released. I think she was hoping that she would bring light back in the woods, but maybe as she gets older and she's dealing with the power, maybe that's when she'll become bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I also, it's also the thing of like everything that's good that you want doesn't always come for like a free price or whatever that saying is that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Like there's always a price for everything, you know? So it was a catch. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, especially how they came up on the house and, like, the shelter and all the food. Like, all of that was too good to be true. And, yeah. I mean, they were, the fucking kid was about to be eaten. <laughs> How'd you guys feel about the body parts and shit? That was cool. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. Yep. I really yeah. like that. <laughs> like, I honestly can't add anything to it. I'm with uh, Joe probably the closest on this one. Um, really enjoyed it. I want to watch the Black Coat's Daughter, although I heard more bad than good on that. But I I liked this a lot better than I like Black okay. Coat's Daughter. Yeah, maybe I'll skip it still. But I really like this one. So. It's okay. I I think you should definitely still watch it. It's it's pretty interesting. Um, I think that one's even more ambiguous than this movie, though. I don't think I've seen it. You have. <laughs> <laughs> well, ratings. Uh, I'll start. Sure. I'll start off. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed this one. I don't think it's a perfect movie or anything like that, but I mean, I think the cinematography, like we talked about was beautiful. I think this, I mean, it's a very artistic movie. I mean, it's, you know, it, so, I mean, like I said, a lot of people might not enjoy it, but I really enjoyed it. I, but I definitely had some issues with it. Um, so I'm sitting at a 7.5 with this one. Okay. Loved it. 8.25. I mean, I'm going to have to disagree a little bit with Joe real quick. I know that comes as no surprise. I don't think it's, I don't think it's like art housey or anything like that. It's just the cinematography is absolutely beautiful. There's nothing that is, I don't know. I feel like 
I don't know. I disagree with that. But anyways, okay. um, I will definitely be watching this every October. It's a good like teen, teen movie. I feel like like if you're into Harry yeah. Potter, if you're into all of those like spooky fairy tale movies, and you know that that's what you're gonna get, I think you're really gonna love this. Like it's a good. It's a good one that Freeform will be like, guess what's coming on Friday night? Is Gretel and Hansel. You think teenagers would appreciate this, though? Because I, I don't so. think they would. Like, teenagers I, that are slow. into, like, Harry Potter and, like, yeah. all of those magical, like, stories and stuff, I think so. Okay. Cool teenagers. Not teenagers that, like, are the <laughs> fucking idiots that go sneak into an R-rated right, right. movie and just want to see boobs. Like, no. I'm, like, like, there's nothing wrong smart, with seeing smart boobs. Smart kids yeah. will appreciate Like the this. nerdy types. Okay. Smart kids. Right. Yeah, Steve, let's hear it with that bottom five of the year. <laughs> did, did Sam give a score? Oh, wait. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Oh, jeez. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Does this put it at your top of the year, or is this... Uh... I have to think. I feel like it. I can't even... I don't remember what I've appreciated so far this year. The Lodge. Oh, we're shit. we're going to do soon. It's, it's my number two so far. Okay. <laughs> High hopes for that one. Um, huh. And I, like, I stand by what I said. I think it's boring. Uh, I prefer, like, I wish they watched, I, I saw the movie about the hunter more so than about uh, Gretel and Hansel. So I give this a 5.5. And Steve. the reason for that <laughs> is mostly because of the cinematography. And um, some of the acting, but outside of that, I just didn't enjoy myself watching this one. Well, I mean, you're... did you watch it? What time of day? <laughs> what were you wearing? What room were you in? He's watching it at one in the morning after working fourteen-hour shift. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this yeah, is also yeah. the fourth like Gretel and Hansel story I, I watched the same. Yeah, day. I don't know how you can do that. that. Why did you do that? Uh, uh, and if you're going to watch one, watch Get Baked. That's my Give it another watch in like a month, Steve. Uh, I'll watch it when, it when it goes free, like on Tubi I... or on Shutter or whatever. Maybe I'll give it another watch. But right. right now, it stands at a 5.5. You already saw the Hunter movie, The Hunter, that we reviewed a couple months ago. Or like a year what? ago at this point. The Hunter. The Headhunter? Headhunter, there the you head go. Headhunter. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> um, but this just in we're actually auditioning for a yeah, no, that one I like that's... <laughs> <laughs> Steve is being replaced for his uh... <laughs> well we're a little mixed yeah, but... well not really mixed but yeah. you know what Steve, it, it... that hurts I gotta tell you three out of four approved there you go yeah. but that's what you get with the horse squad you know like just because you guys like it doesn't mean I I'm gonna do too right yeah. I, thought we I thought we talked about this Steve <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's not in my contract to like disagree with you guys. But... You know that, yeah, you need to read the contract. I win trivia. Yeah. You agree <laughs> with that, right? <laughs> well, uh, we not doing the lodge, right? Because it's not available in Canada yet. Next, not for next week. Masters. The week after, we'll be doing yeah. it. Well, Fucking that's I'll be back then. <laughs> um, we don't know what we're doing next week yeah. yet, so uh, keep an eye on our social media. And we'll let you know. We're probably going to do a poll, though. I think we're going to do a cl- some sort of classic. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, that was abrupt. Bye. Bye. <laughs>